Welcome to the Go Forth and Golf Podcast, where you can listen to everything related to the game of golf. Golf tips to help you improve your golf game, entertaining interviews, discussions about the latest in golf equipment, and so much more. Now, here is your host, PGA professional, Steve Goforth. Hey, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of Go Forth and Golf. I'm your host, Steve Goforth, PGA professional at Willow Creek Golf Club and owner of Go Forth Golf Instruction. I've got a really good episode lined up for you. I get the question a lot, how can I hit my drives further? Well, I'm going to help you with that in this episode and give you five easy tips that you can follow that will be guaranteed to give you some more distance if you follow these tips. And also my guest on this podcast is Sal Syed. Sal is the CEO of Arcos Golf. If you've not heard of Arcos Golf, you need to check into them because it is a phenomenal piece of software that's going to help you analyze your golf game, track your stats, and make you a better golfer. It is unbelievable. So make sure you tune in to learn everything that Arcos does and everything it can do to help you improve and lower your scores. So without further ado, let's jump right into episode number 19. Let's tee it up. Oh, he got all of that one. One of the most common desires for most golfers is to hit their driver further. There's just something about getting that golf ball down the fairway further. You have a shorter distance into the green. It just makes life a little bit simpler. And you know what? If we're being honest, it does a little bit for our ego, right? You know, we can outdrive our playing partners and send that ball sailing past theirs just does a lot for our confidence. So I want to give you some tips today that's going to help you hit your drives further. And I can promise you, if you follow these tips, all of these tips, some of these tips, you should see some improvement in your driving distance. But it's important that you listen closely, take these tips seriously, implement these tips, and you will see results. So get ready to take some notes. Tip number one, the setup is really important if you want to hit the long ball. First and foremost, you want to make sure that when you're setting up to the golf ball, I'm going to speak in terms of a right-handed golfer right now, you want to have a spine tilt behind the golf ball or to the right of the golf ball. So basically making sure that your head is to the right or behind your golf ball. And what this is going to help you with is to sweep up at the golf ball, and this is going to maximize your carry distance. You also want to make sure that your ball position is inside your left heel. Again, if you're a right-handed golfer, inside your right heel if you're a left-handed golfer. So ball position and then spine tilt or shoulder position is so important in order to sweep up at the golf ball to maximize that carry distance. The other thing you want to do at your setup position is just relax. We get a lot of tension in our body when we get a driver in our hands because we know we're supposed to hit this thing a long way. We're trying our best to do that, and we're forcing that situation. So it's really important to take a deep breath, relax the muscles, relax the hands. Grip pressure is really huge when it comes to hitting your driver because if you're gripping it too tight, all that tension is going to kind of go into your upper body. Tension in the body is just going to hinder your ability to turn your body through the ball, and also it's going to hinder your ability to extend your arms through impact. And that arm extension is really important because if our arms are fully extended at impact, we generate maximum club head speed through the golf ball. And I'm going to talk about that here a little bit later. And again, generating a ton of club head speed at the right moment in time, which again is through the golf ball. 
So spine and shoulder tilt, ball position, and then relax. Don't force the issue with the driver. If you make a nice relaxed swing on the golf ball, a smooth tempo, you'll be absolutely amazed at what that can produce for you. Let's head into tip number two. On your initial takeaway of the driver, you wanna make it slow, low, and wide. So you don't wanna jerk the club back really fast because you're telling your entire golf swing to be fast if you do that. Nice and slow and steady, low to the ground and wide. What that's gonna do for you is it's gonna encourage a wider swing arc and that thus results in more club head speed. It's simple physics. So the longer or wider that swing arc is that that club head's having to travel on, the more speed it can pick up. Low to the ground, that's just gonna help you come in more shallow at a more shallower angle of attack. Going back to what I said earlier, helping you sweep up at the ball. And an analogy you wanna think about here is with your driver, you wanna be like an airplane taking off through impact. You don't wanna be like an airplane or a helicopter landing because that means you're coming in way too steep at the golf ball, generating a ton of backspin, and that's actually gonna hinder your distance. So sweeping up at it like an airplane taking off, that's what slow, low, and wide is going to do for you to help you with that club head speed and attacking that golf ball at the right angle of attack. Another thing to consider is the position of the golf club on your backswing and on your downswing. If you've worked with me in the past, you know that I try to get the golf club in a consistent position on the backswing and on the downswing. And what this is going to do for you is just lead to more consistent center strikes on the club face. If that golf club gets too far behind your body or outside the end, you're almost guaranteed not to hit the ball off the center of the club face. Therefore, you're not going to get 100% energy transfer. And again, it's going to affect your distance there. So the path of the club is important. That's something I can help you with when you come to me for a golf lesson. I can explain that to you a little bit further and then give you tips and drills on how to get that club in a consistent position. I'll video you, show it to you. And it makes a whole lot of sense when you see that. And then get you on a good path that's consistent back and down so that you can hit it off the center of the club face. And then also so you can see that translate to more distance for you. Let's head into tip number three. It's important to make sure you're accelerating through the golf ball. And I'm going to say that again, through the golf ball. You don't want to do that at the top of your backswing. This is a common flaw I'll see with golfers is when they, as soon as they get that golf club set at the top of their backswing, they're going at it. I mean, they're white knuckling it from the top and they're just trying to rip at that golf ball. And what happens is when you accelerate too soon from the top of your backswing, or as you transition into your downswing, you're actually going to lose club head speed as the club approaches the golf ball. That maximum acceleration that we're looking for occurs through the golf ball, not from the top of the backswing. And again, that just kind of comes from rushing it. We know we're supposed to hit this golf ball a long way, like I said earlier, and we're trying to force it from the top of our backswing. Let that golf club drop in, and then you absolutely go at it through the ball at the bottom of the downswing. And just hit range balls to kind of learn how to time this well. You may hit some scattered balls left and right. You may pop one up. You may thin one. That's okay. Just try to work on that acceleration through the golf ball. A real common drill is you can take your golf club and turn it upside down to where the grip, you're holding the, the club head in your hands and the grip is at the bottom and swing that club and you hear a really pronounced swoosh sound. You want to hear that swoosh sound at the bottom of the swing, not out of your right ear. If you're hearing it out of your right ear, right side or left side if you're a 
left-handed golfer, that means you're accelerating too soon. You're kind of casting and throwing and maximum acceleration is occurring from the transition from the backswing to downswing. So real simple drill. You can Google that and you'll see what I'm talking about if you need an example of that. But again, just really helps emphasize where the acceleration point should be, which is at the bottom and through the golf ball. Let's head into tip number four. All right, I'll be honest with you. This tip is not the most popular one. You're probably going to grumble at it because it requires some working out or physical activity. Really something that's not enjoyed by most people, and it's not what you want to hear telling you to hit the gym, but it definitely helps with generate more club head speed. The reason for this is your hip rotation and your core rotation is really, really important. So to help with this, you may want to consider some really effective stretches and doing some exercises that can strengthen your core muscles. You may be asking yourself, well, what the heck are core muscles? I don't know what I need to do. Obviously, you can go look that up, but I'm going to kind of explain that to you a little bit and kind of simplify that. So core muscles are divided into four regions. You've got your back exteriors, your abdominals, your lateral trunk muscles, and then you have the hip muscles. Go out and look up some exercises that can strengthen all four of these areas. Again, back extenders, abdominals, lateral trunk muscles, and then your hip muscles. And work on that. Sometimes you can find some exercises and some workouts that you can do at home that can make this real simple for you and uh, be a lot easier. Stretching is going to help you more than you can possibly imagine. When you've got tight muscles, it's going to limit your body rotation and then what that does is forcing the arms to work too much. And you're not going to generate the power you're looking for out of that club head using just your arms. It takes your entire body synchronizing together, working together to generate that club head speed. So obviously your torso and your legs are involved in this as well. So leg strength can also help you in some leg exercises. Anything that can really help stabilize that downswing because the downswing starts from the ground and moves its way upwards. So it's going to kind of start with the legs driving, your hips turning, your torso rotating, your arms and hands kind of go with all that. So go out there and look up some stretches that are really effective for you that can really increase your mobility, give you the ability to turn that torso a lot better to help you generate the club head speed. And then also go look into those core muscle exercises that I mentioned to you. I can promise you, you're not going to go wrong on this. Do what your body's going to allow you to do right now and gradually move your way into further stretching or more core muscle exercises as you get comfortable with that. But I promise you, you'll definitely see a big increase in distance. Let's head into tip number five. All right, the final tip I'm going to give you is get fit for a driver. I know that may not sound like it could help you, but I promise you it does. I've seen a lot of golfers playing with a driver that's all wrong for them. Nowadays, with driver technology the way it is, it's absolutely phenomenal how you can fine-tune the driver to meet the needs of your swing or to fit your swing and dialing that driver in with face angles and loft and upright and flat shaft flex it's gigantic the shaft is very important because it's the engine of the club if you think of it like this if you want your car to go faster you would tweak the engine or install a better engine right same thing goes for the driver so you want to make sure that you get fit for the right shaft because you want one that's going to accommodate your current club head speed and it's going to load the right way and kick the right way so it does optimize that launch angle for you 
and make it easier for you to square that club face up. Another aspect to think about with the driver is your grip. You know, make sure you've got the right grip size on your driver because too small may make you over rotate that club face and too big may make you under rotate that club face. So the grip size is huge. And also the comfort. If you have a grip in your hand that you're not comfortable with or you can't hang on to really well, you're not going to have a very stable driver swing in order to catch that ball off the center of the club face. So go out and find a local club fitter that can help you fine-tune the driver that you need for your swing, and you'll see a dramatic difference. There's so many different fitters out there. Call one up, maybe interview them, find out, hey, what's your process? What do you do? How can this help me? Find one that works well for you. Spend the money. Take the time because I promise you it's worth it to make sure you fine-tune this and get what's good for you and ultimately help you hit the driver further. That's what this is all about. So in summary, I've given you five very effective tips that's going to help you hit your driver further. Tip number one was make sure your setup is correct with the spine tilt, with the ball position, and relax. Really important to make sure you relax. Tip number two, slow, low, and wide takeaway. You want to make sure your golf club's on the proper path going back and down to guarantee centeredness of contact. Tip number three, make sure you're accelerating through the golf ball, not from the top of your downswing, because you're gonna lose power too early, you want that maximum acceleration to occur through the golf ball. Tip number four was just work on strengthening your core muscles and work on stretching to loosen those muscles to create a better turn on the golf ball. And then the core muscles will give you more strength, more power as you swing through the ball. And then finally, tip number five, go get fit for a driver. Don't underestimate this, really important. Go out there, find a good fitter, go through the process, find the driver that's best for your golf swing, and it's going to maximize that distance for you. I hope these tips help you. I'm really excited to bring this to you. I'd be curious to hear your feedback. As always, please feel free to reach out to me. Email me, sgoforth at pga.com. Reach out to me on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or if you see me in the golf shop, stop me. Tell me if these tips are helping you. I'd love to hear your feedback. Good luck. I hope you send that golf ball a lot further down the fairway. Blast it past your playing partners and enjoy the game even more. There's a force in the universe that makes things happen. And all you have to do is get in touch with it. Stop thinking. Let things happen and be the ball. If you want to take control of your health and feel so much better, I encourage you to check out Pure on Main. They have two locations on Main Street in downtown Greenville across from the Hyatt and another location on Cannon Street in beautiful downtown Greer. Pure on Main provides you with essential services and products allowing you to live a healthier, more fulfilling life. Pure on Main is one of the most exclusive and unique health and wellness centers in the upstate. They've been nominated as one of Greenville's best wellness centers for five consecutive years. Do you want to improve your endurance, increase your mobility in your golf swing, or get rid of joint pains? I can assure you Betsy and her staff are passionate about helping you improve your life. They have stores filled with beneficial items for your body and your soul. They also provide services such as colon hydrotherapy, massage therapy, ionic foot detox, and wellness consulting. Pure on Main is dedicated to helping and serving their community. Please give them a call and let them recommend top-of-the-line products that are results-driven. 
I get all of my wellness supplements from them, and I feel amazing. Visit their website at pureonmain.com. Again, that's pureonmain.com, where you can purchase their phenomenal products, or you can visit their downtown locations in Greenville and Greer. So what are you waiting for? Start living healthier and pure with the help of Pure On Main. You won't regret it. Before we jump into the next segment, I want to thank you very much for your support of this podcast. I ask that you please share this podcast with your golfing group, your friends, your family, anyone who shares your passion or your interest in golf. Please tell them about this podcast. The more people I can reach, the more people I can help, the more we can grow this game. Remember, the whole purpose of this podcast is to inspire, is to educate, and is to entertain you. And I hope I'm doing all that through this podcast for you each and every episode. Also, share it on social media. You're welcome to tag me in that post. Anybody who shares my podcast and they tag me in it, you're going to automatically be put into a drawing for a free 30-minute golf lesson. So if you want a free lesson, go out there, just click the share button, tag me, real simple. Put it out there to your friends, family, on social media, and you have a chance of winning that free 30-minute golf lesson with me. Also, please visit my website at GoForthGolfInstruction.com. Again, that's GoForthGolfInstruction.com. You can also follow me on social media. It's at GoForthGolfInstruction on Facebook. It's sgoforth underscore PGA on Instagram. And it's at GoForthGolf on Twitter. And also, come see us at Willow Creek. Set up a tee time by calling us or going on our website and booking your tee time there. You can learn everything you need to know about Willow Creek Golf Club on our website. We'd love to see you. Thank you again for your support. Now let's head into the next segment. If inside each and every one of us is one true authentic swing, something we was born with, something that's ours and ours alone, something can't be taught to you or learned, something that got to be remembered. In this episode, I had the absolute pleasure of sitting down and talking with Sal Syed. Sal is the founder and CEO of Arcos Golf. If you've never heard of Arcos Golf, you're in for a treat. If you have, you kind of know what they're all about and what this software can do for your game. Basically, how this works is there's 14 sensors that you get and you put on your golf clubs, one for every club, and it features automatic shot tracking and a hands-free, like fully automated shot capture, which is amazing. It gives you smart distance club averages so you know exactly how far you're hitting all of your clubs. And that's something that a lot of golfers, they don't know. They don't know how far their 7-iron truly goes or how far their driver truly goes. This will pinpoint it exactly for you. It also has AI-powered rangefinder and the first ever GPS rangefinder that adjusts in real time for these conditions. And check this out. Wind, slope, the temperature, the humidity, and the altitude and it takes all those factors and it gives you the Arcos Caddy number, the distance that you're at, which is the most precise yardage in the game. It's craziness. Arcos is unbelievable and it is revolutionizing the golf industry. It was fascinating to have this conversation with Sal and have him explain how all this works and, and how it's going to benefit you, the golfer, and helping you lower your scores. That's why he invented this. That's why they do what they're doing. They want to make a huge difference in the lives of golfers. They want to dramatically improve the golf game of all of you and help you lower your scores. And at the same time, use this amazing technology and have fun with it. So 
You're really going to be fascinated by Arcos. I encourage you to go check them out on their website. It's arcosgolf.com. That's spelled A-R-C-C-O-S, golf.com. Again, A-R-C-C-O-S, golf.com. You'll find all the information we're going to go over. You're going to hear Sal go into details about how the company got founded, where they came up with the unique name of Arcos, and so much more. So enjoy this interview with Arcos CEO and founder Sal Syed. Sal, welcome to the podcast. How are you today? Steve, thank you very much for having me. I'm doing great. Before we jump into the interview, uh, let me just express how amazing I think your technology is. I mean, you guys are absolutely revolutionizing the golf industry. Where did the name Arcos come from? It's a, it's a unique name. So where did that name come from? How did you guys come up with that? And also, what inspired you guys to invent this absolutely amazing technology? Uh, thank you very much for the compliments. I uh, really appreciate it. I know the team will too, because we work hard to build the best products we can. Um, for, as far as the name goes, we actually um, work with a marketing agency um, to come up with like, basically went through like a whole ideation process, discovery of like, what is it that the company stands for? And one of the things that stood out was we, um, we, we believe we're like an engineering first uh, solution and we wanted to so and we're like a we're bringing math to golf in a sense and so arcos is actually the inverse of the cosine function and it's actually part of like the uh, secret sauce used in some of the algorithms uh, in the product so we thought of how cool would it be like um, it, like to bring out something um, that's like deep within the product and the code and stuff uh, but at the same time so like it's paying tribute to engineering and it's a math term uh, which is uh, just like, I would say like all of it made sense. And I like that it started with an A. So on lists were very easy to find. Oh yeah, absolutely. What inspired you guys? I mean, what you had to sit down at some point and say, okay, we want to come up with this. How do we want to do this? What do we want to do? How did it yeah. all get inspired? I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's like a series of like random like coincidences that led us to where we are. Um, I had a couple of co-founders and, um, we basically, you know, saw that nobody's, uh, touching like on course data in golf. Like our belief is the most important data in golf is your golf performance data. Um, what are you doing on the golf course? Cause in the end, everything you're doing, the new clubs you're buying, the lessons you're taking, the practice, um, time you're putting in is to score better. And why is it that, I mean, for doing all those things that we're not really, understanding and recording and tracking what are we actually doing on the golf course. Uh, and by the way, when I say tracking what you're actually doing on the golf course, um, how many fairways you hit or how many putts you had isn't the right answer because it can mislead you. You could have very few putts because you're chipping everything up close, which might make you think you're a great putter. And in fact, you might not be. Um, like having a one putt from two feet, we all know intuitively is very different from having a one putt from 20 feet. And so, so the right kind of analysis takes that into account. That's what's called strokes game. Um, and so for us, it was always like, you know, we want to be the company that made um, the right analysis mainstream for the regular golfers out there like us, not the PGA Tour pros. I mean, PGA Tour pros have 300 volunteers every year tracking this information for them manually. Um, so that's, I would say that's what inspired us. We knew 
there's a missing piece in terms of like the mysteries of golf. Like it feels like a black box and we want to help unlock it. Well, as far as the data is concerned, let's start with the smart sensors. Explain how these work and how it's tracking that data for the golfer and, and giving them this feedback. Sure. So, so simple, uh, well, I guess the system is relatively simple. Um, the sensors, you can either buy Cobra or Ping clubs. Any of the new models come embedded with their sensor standard. Uh, and then we ship you, um, like, let's say you bought like a set of irons, we'll ship you uh, the rest of sensors for the rest of your clubs, which you can screw on um, to any grip. Um, and then what it's doing is there's a one-time, very simple pairing process. And after that, the way we figure out, basically what we're doing is every time you make impact with the golf ball, it triggers the sensor to send a message to um, either your smartphone uh, or your Apple Watch or your Arcos link if you're using, if you don't want to use a smartphone to track your data. Um, and which is like a small clip you'll put on your belt. Um, mm. And that's like a GPS clip. And then what we do is every time you take a shot, it triggers the sensor, sends a, sensor sends a message to the GPS device saying, hey, I was a driver, I was just hit. And we record the location of where that happens. Then we know where that drive ended up because that's where you take your next shot from. So essentially we're just dropping pins everywhere you're taking shots, but we're recording all kinds of data around it. We're recording where, what was your starting point? What was your ending point? How far from the flag were you? How offline was your drive? How, was it five, eight yards into the drop? Was it in the bunker? Um, was it in the fairway? Um, we're also recording weather conditions around it. We know, did it rain the day before? So the ground's wet. So we're recording all this massive amounts of data around each shot. And then we analyze all of that. So by virtue of knowing exactly where you hit each shot, um, we can perform strokes gain analysis on it. And then we give you insights. Um, like you basically what we ask you to do when you're, we're setting up is let's say you're a 15 handicap and your targets want to be a 10 handicap. Or by the way, you could be um, like a college golfer who wants to go to PGA tour. So can they, start, they, they can set their benchmark as they compare me to PGA tour pros. Um, so we have all these various benchmarks. And when you set that, then we tell you where are those, let's say that's five shot improvement or three shot improvement you're looking for. Um, what are the lowest hanging fruit in your game? And it might be for somebody like I found out I was losing close to a shot on my part three tee shots lately, um, which is uh, like interesting because I was really good on my approach shots from the fairway. So I stopped actually like literally teeing the ball up on the part threes. Uh, and in fact, I'd sent that, message to another friend of mine, um, Ian Fraser, who runs TXG, um, the custom club fitters, great custom club fitters up in Canada. And they did a video where they showed like, um, like if once you start teeing the ball on with irons, people tend to start hitting it up subconsciously, getting up on it instead of hitting down. And so maybe I was doing that. And so that was costing me strokes. Um, but basically we break your game down to the nth degree, but we really simplify it and tell you these are the top three things you should work on. Maybe it's driving distance. Maybe it's driving accuracy. Maybe it's putting from 10 to 25 feet. Maybe it's your chip shots from um, the rough from 25 to 50 feet. But we literally break it down so you don't have to think about all that stuff. All you have to do is go and address those, whether it's with taking lessons with you, applying that in practice, um, or even like people who like can't afford to take lessons. Um, like looking up content themselves, whether it's time or monetary reasons, you know? So we enable you to go ahead and address your weaknesses. 
Yeah, quick story. I, I actually started diving deeper in, into uh, Arcos when a student of mine, uh, her father purchased it for her and had heard of Arcos and heard of you guys, but just had not researched it further or got to play around with it. And when I logged in and could look at her data, I was just absolutely blown away. What I love about it is it gives you a Google Earth view of every hole and it plots out where her golf ball went, the yardage it went, of course, the, the amount of strokes she had on that hole. Then I can dive deeper into that and look at, you know, where were the percentage of miss hits mm -hmm. uh, in an overall game? You know, how many, how much percentage of miss hits are to the right or short? Uh, what's her average distance on clubs? And I was just absolutely blown away. I love the fact that you can do the Google Earth image of the hole. Yeah, yeah. And, and, the, I think and that that piece is like as you're talking about it as an instructor and a coach. I think like I find that um, like I hear that that's really valuable because then you can actually walk through like um, like the strategic decisions that that player made. Um, like why did they pull out like a driver on this certain hole? Right. Uh, uh, things like that, which uh, depends on the left and missing on the right like well, like all those different things you can really get into because there's a visual representation of uh, everything that was done yeah it's like i have a drone flying over the hole when i'm watching her play the play the hole it's, it's amazing i mean tracking the shot and the pattern and the flight pattern that that shot had it's it's amazing thank you so the smart sensors you mentioned your partnership with cobra and ping that's outstanding but anyone can go on your website and purchase these sensors and put them on any club they have correct that's right. Anybody could go to our website, arcosgolf, A-R-C-C-O-S-golf.com uh, and purchase the sensors. They're 179 bucks for like the screw-in sensor. That includes the first year subscription. Um, and then after that, it's like 120 bucks a year or like 10 bucks a month, essentially is what it equates to. And you get amazing insights, honestly, by the game. It also energizes you uh, because now you know what you need to do to get better. Sure. You guys have also made it easy for golfers by inventing the smart grips. Tell me about that. Yeah. So basically it's the same, like from a um, data insight standpoint, there is no difference, but we also like for people who want the sensors embedded in their grip, uh, we have golf bright. Actually we're completely sold out on this, uh, on it uh, to be perfectly honest. Like it's like, obviously golf's demands gone up like crazy. So from sure. the grip standpoint, we're like probably uh, one to two months out in, in terms of fulfilling orders um, right now. So it's like products completely sold out, but we have Golf Bright and Lampkin grips. And if you go onto our website and order, it'll tell you like, like it'll tell you when you'd get it. But it's like, I think a couple of months now, it was a month back order, but now it's gone up to a couple of months. From a data standpoint, there's no difference in terms of screw-in sensors versus embedded sensors, but if you're the person for uh, like, if, like if you're gripping literally on the edge where your head, like hand is hanging off the top of the grip, which I don't think is the advised way to grip clubs. Right. But if you do, do that, then maybe the grips are better. Um, I personally like the grips better because they're more elegant, but I do have a few of my clubs that have the screw sensors and it doesn't really, um, I, nobody can tell the difference, honestly. You mentioned uh, Caddy Link earlier. Now it's honestly it's unbelievable. It's like having your own personal caddy guiding you around the your favorite golf course. Explain the benefits of Caddy Link. How can that help golfers lower their scores? Well, so basically, I would say like there's two things. One, the link piece is if you don't want to carry your phone 
with you as you're playing, like in your front pocket, like then you can purchase uh, Link, Caddy Link, which is like a key fob size, like think of your car keys. It's, uh, it's that size device that you clip onto your belt. Um, and then you can keep your phone in your cart, golf bag, back pocket, wherever. Um, and then we do like after five rounds, we develop this technology with Microsoft uh, where it'll take the course um, geography into account, like fairway widths, where is fairway narrowest, where, where is the widest, where are the bunkers, where are the hazards, uh, what's the wind doing, um, and combine that with your missed tendencies, um, what happens like with like driver, like uh, when there's water, like uh, on the left, what happens to your drive and um, when, what, what are dispersion tendencies with each club? What are the proximity to hold tendencies? Like it takes all kinds of crazy data into account and then gives you your optimal strategy for each hole. Um, and you can set the tee box and the flag position. And it'll tell you like, okay, on this hole, you got to hit three hybrid and pitching wedge. That's your best strategy to get uh, the lowest score on this hole <coughs> on average, uh, because that's what we're talking about. You mentioned strokes gained analytics. Explain to listeners how this is going to help them improve their game. Yeah, so, so strokes gain analytics, like in a nutshell, um, like traditional stats in golf are misleading. Um, like if I told you somebody, there are two drivers of the golf ball, one hits all 14 fairways in a round and one hits 12 out of 14 fairways in a round. Um, with that information, like people like basically when you look at traditional PGA Tour stats, that's what they're tracking. Fairways hit as a measure of how good or bad a driver you are. and you could have the, I mean, you couldn't be able to answer who's a better driver. It's incomplete information hmm. because the 14, the person who's hitting 14 fairways in a round, all 14 fairways um, could be driving at 180 yards. And the person who's hitting 12 out of 14 fairways could be driving 310 yards on average. And, yeah, great point. And now all of a sudden you can see that that person's better. So what strokes gain works is once again, like similarly, like if I told you like, oh, you, you had 36 putts a day or 40 putts a day, um, and another person had 36 putts a day, you wouldn't be able to, that's incomplete information to assess who's a better putter. Because the 40 person at 40 putts, they could have had all their putts from 50 feet, in which case that's actually a pretty good outcome. Um, and the person who had 36 putts could have all their putts from five feet and two putted every single time, which is a pretty bad outcome. And right. so- so the context of distance, proximity to the whole, um, and those kinds of things are missing. And so what Strohscan does is quantify that. So <clears throat> maybe the easiest example I can give you from like to extrapolate on Strohscan is um, the average uh, scratch golfer will putt, I believe, like, I'll, like from memory. I mean, we have all of this encoded in our app, but um, like say they'll make 50% of the putts from seven feet, as an example. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's pretty accurate. So, so if you one putt from seven feet, you just gained 0.5 shots because the expected number of putts you take from as a scratch golfer from seven feet is 1.5. So if you make one putt, you just gain 0.5 strokes. If you two putted, you just lost 0.5 strokes. So for each shot, we quantify how many strokes are you gaining or losing versus your target handicap. Um, and then we aggregate that over the course of the round. And then we tell you, okay, in your driving game, 
So it might be that you lost four strokes today uh, versus your target handicap. And that's the improvement you're looking for. Um, so we aggregate that and then we break it down and present like, okay, these are the three main areas where you can gain strokes the fastest. The reason this is important to know is whatever your weakest point is, is the thing you can improve the fastest because mm -hmm. golf's not a linear improvement scale. Like whatever you're weak, you can improve that. That's where you should focus on spend time because you can really, I would say have, it can have the largest effect. So we break, we'll break it down and tell you like, you know, 150, 200 yard approach shots, you're losing 2.4 shots around. Um, and then um, you're losing 2.5 shots around on penalties potentially off the tee. Um, so a little bit smarter decision-making on those holes in terms of maybe aim a little bit more left or use a different club that doesn't have the same dispersion on these holes. Um, or you could be losing 2.8 shots on putting from zero to 10 feet or maybe from 50 plus feet because you play on large greens and your lag putting needs work and you don't realize it. So we really pinpoint and tell you what your top three improvement priorities are, but you also get a full view of your game. Where are you gaining or where are you losing strokes? And I think that's highly effective. And certainly, I would say without that, you're wasting time, lesson, getting lessons, you're wasting time on the range because then you're guessing. It might be that you're getting the lesson for the things you think you work on, but when an instructor is asking you, they don't have that information. And so they have to make their best guesses. So everybody's kind of guessing. So correct me if I'm wrong on this. Of course, everybody understands what a handicap is in golf. It's kind of measuring your level and, and where you are in the game in terms of uh, how good you are in terms of your abilities rather. But if I understand correctly, Arcos also gives you a handicap from for each area of your game, like your driver, your approach shots, your putting, your short game. Yes. And obviously that number is high. You need to continue to work on lowering that. And until you got a high handicap for driving, for example, then, Hey, I need to keep working on that. If you have a low handicap for putting, then, Hey, my putting's well, I'm going to continue doing what I'm doing. Is that correct? That is exactly right. So we basically, I mean, basically what we do is we also like, we give you the strokes gain breakdown for each one of those facets of your game. Then we convert it into like a handicap in case that is easier for you to comprehend because it might be easier for you to digest that, you know, I'm putting like a 15 handicap, but I'm driving like a 25 handicap or I'm putting like a plus five, like a, almost like PGA tour level. But my approach game is that of a 10 handicap. Right. Um, these are extreme examples, but um, like those kinds of things do happen. Yeah, I love that. I mean, it just really helps you pinpoint exactly what area of your game or your strengths and your weaknesses. And that being considered, clearly we know that it does this, but can this also help golfers fine-tune their golf equipment? <laughs> great, great question. And I think, <clears throat> I mean, in fact, like um, I've shared this a couple of times. So right now we do give you um, pretty good stats about your clubs. Uh, we show you how far you hit. We, you can dive into each one of the clubs and look at the missed tendencies. So you can see like your driver dispersion. You can see um, proximity the hole by club, GIR percentages by club. Um, and you might start finding anomalies. We're actually in the process of building out like a next level um, analytics engine for your bag. So like what I described right now is we're breaking down your game with similar kind of, I would say, depth of analysis, we're going to be breaking down your bag and that's going to be coming um, at a later point this year. Um, nice. Which, which will give you insights about what your weakest and strongest clubs are. Uh, and then next time when you're thinking about making an investment into your bag, 
um, it'll pinpoint where can, like, should you, like right now, I think people kind of guess, like, oh, I should get a new driver, I should get new wedges, or I should get a new three wood. Now you're going to be able to pinpoint and say like, yeah, these are the three clubs I should replace this year because that's where I'm losing the most strokes. Yeah, that, or it could be that, hey, I'm not hitting my three, four, and five irons very well, invest in hybrids. Yeah, or get hybrids, exactly. Get hybrids or practice, or maybe the, like you point out, you know, like um, the, your short game, you're struggling with your 58 degree, maybe the bounce is wrong. Uh, maybe you need like a high bounce club and you're like at an eight degree bounce. So right. that's so amazing. All the interesting things are going to be possible. Definitely. Yeah. That's outstanding. You mentioned about your cell phone earlier and, and have it in your pocket or you can leave it in the golf cart. Let's talk about battery life. How will it hold up on the golf course while using Arcos? What, uh, what information or advice can you give the listeners to help them feel better about this? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Great question. Um, so if you're an iPhone user, I would say there's no battery issues. Um, if you're an Android user, um, by and large, I would say we're good uh, with batteries, but there are certain phones like uh, that just like, I mean, it just seems like the Android platform has less stability because of such high variability in outcomes. Like I, Apple is very consistent, like the battery lives across models, but in Android, we see higher variance of battery lives and battery quality and uh, cross models. So I would say with Android, like I can't always say that it's great, but it, for 70% of the people, they have no issues in Android from a battery standpoint. 30% of the people, they do have issues, but then we have a solution, which is Arcos Link, which uh, then if you're using Arcos Link, which is the belt clip, like key fob thing I talked about, mm -hmm. uh, GPS clip. So if, you're, if you purchase that and use that, which is 129 bucks, um, then you're, we don't consume any extra battery on your phone either way. So then it's just like considered like regular battery usage you would have over four hours. Uh, well, battery packs are kind of cheap nowadays too. And our, our golf carts have USB plugs. So you can uh, charge your phone right there in the golf court. Not all golf courses have that, but uh, mm -hmm. you know, I can imagine there's, well, there's with, definitely with options iPhone, out there for people. Yeah. With an iPhone, like I have the new iPhone, I, I think it might use like 20% over the course of like the four hour round. No, it's uh, not bad. Yeah. It's not much at all. So what's your, what's your ideal vision for our coast going forward, Sal? I think uh, our vision really is um, any golfer who is looking to improve should have sensors on their club and have an understanding of their data and their game. Um, and so I think in reality, we think about this as this should be the most important club in your bag. It should be more important like you lose more strokes without this data than you would say without a driver or without a putter. Yeah, or, I agree. That's how we think about it. Because the, like when you think about the investment you make, it go, golf is a time commitment um, and first and foremost. Uh, and it's an emotional, physical, spiritual, mental investment. Uh, and like the game is, it like involves all aspects of humanity, which is the fascinating thing about the sport. And yeah. I think, what we try to do is enhance all of that through awareness, through insights that we're going to deliver so that you get more out of your time playing golf and the time um, that you spend trying to get better at golf is better targeted and as a result, more rewarding for you. Listen, I'm absolutely blown away. And, I, and I'm not just saying that. I'm, I'm serious. Anybody listening to this, if you have not checked out our coach, you need to do it. I was actually showing the software to someone in the golf shop today. And they're like, 
I got to go out and buy this right now. And that's how impressed they were with this when they saw how it broke down all this stuff that we've talked about today. And you guys have done something that is just, again, like I said in my opening comments, has absolutely revolutionized the golf industry. And it can just, number one, makes it more fun. Number two is going to help you improve your game. So congratulations, Sal. You guys are doing something that's unbelievable. And just keep doing it and keep improving. Cannot wait to see what else you guys are going to be coming out with here in the near future. Go check out their website. It's arccosgolf.com. Again, that's arccosgolf.com. You can find all the information on their website. Purchase their product on there as well. Go follow them on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Learn more about all the new stuff they're going to be coming out with in the near future. Sal, again, I cannot thank you enough for being my guest. I know your time is valuable, so thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you very much for having me, and uh, thank you for the compliments. Really appreciate it. Ladies and gentlemen, that is a wrap on episode number 19. Thank you so very much for taking the time out of your busy day to press that play button no matter where you are, no matter what you were doing. You didn't have to do it, but you did do it, so thank you so much. After listening to this episode, I hope you hit your drives further. I hope you see that distance that you're looking for and get more enjoyment out of the game by knocking that ball a lot further down the fairway. And also, what are you waiting for? Run right out and buy Arcos Golf Sensors and become a better golfer by understanding your golf game better, understanding these stats, being able to bring that data to me to help you in golf instruction. There's so many things that can happen through Arcos Golf Go out there, visit their website. Again, that's arcosgolf.com. It's A-R-C-C-O-S-Golf.com. A-R-C-C-O-S-Golf.com. Buy their wonderful product. And begin your journey to becoming a better golfer. Remember, you can always go back and listen to past episodes. If you have not already listened to those, take notes on everything you've heard in this episode and past episode. I encourage you to do that and help you to learn these tips that I'm giving you learn from the interviews that I've done. And again, the whole purpose of the podcast is to inspire you, to educate you, and to help you improve your game. And that's what I'm here for. And I hope that I'm doing that for you. Also, don't forget to tell people you know about the podcast. Help me grow the game of golf. Help me grow this golfing community that we've created. Just help me to help more people improve their game. Your help and your consideration on this is always greatly appreciated. Together, we can definitely grow this game, make it bigger and better, and help each other. That's what it's all about. Don't forget that episode number 20 will be dropping in two weeks, which is going to be May the 19th. In that episode, I'll be taking more of your listener questions, so reach out to me via Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, and submit your questions. You can also email them to me. It's sgoforth at pga.com. Again, sgoforth at pga.com. I'll be posting a link to remind you to go out there and submit those questions on social media. But this is the time for me to personalize this podcast for you. Again, this is why I do this. It's for you, the listener. Help me to get to know you. Help me to get to know your game. Please submit those questions because I love the listener question episode because I can reach out to all of you personally, mention your name in the podcast, and just help you on an individual basis. Also, don't forget to come See me at Willow Creek Golf Club. 
Come book a lesson. You go to my website, goforthgolfinstruction.com. Again, that's goforthgolfinstruction.com. And also come visit us at Willow Creek. Play around a golf with us. It's willow-creekgolf.com. Again, that's willow, a dash, or a hyphen, creekgolf.com. You can book a tee time on our website with us or give us a call and book that tee time. We would love to see you. The golf course is greening up nice and it's looking wonderful. Until the next episode, I hope we hit your drives long and straight. Hit more greens and regulation. Drain more putts. And most importantly, have a good time. Never lose sight of that. That's why we play this game. Have fun. Don't forget to do something nice for somebody today. And remember, together, let's go forth to a better golf game. You've been listening to the Go Forth and Golf Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening to receive alerts on new episodes. For more information, please follow us on social media at Go Forth Golf Instruction or visit our website at GoForthGolfInstruction.com. Remember, together, let's go forth to a better golf game.